Hey Panthers, welcome to Panther Talk, the podcast striving to highlight student voices from around the world and right here in our backyard. There are fully online students. In a few minutes, you'll hear from your host, Michael Wright, who is an innovator and educator at FIU. And you'll also hear from FIU Online's very first student ambassador, Tacola Burroughs, a mother to a little human, determined professional, and an ongoing learner. They'll be transparent about what life as a fully online student is like, all the quirks, and learned experiences. Hello, Tacola. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. I uh, I wanted to start off by, you know, we have to kind of like introduce ourselves, but instead of doing the traditional, I, I want to start off with a, a random question, then you can go and do the more appropriate intro. But I'm, I'm curious, if you had to choose one of your favorite days of the week, what day of the week would it be and why? It will be Monday. Uh, oh my gosh, that's mine too. <laughs> really? I thought I was the only one. <laughs> no, it's mine it, too. It, it wasn't Monday for me at first, but now it's Monday. I love Mondays now. Like I love Mondays too. Yeah, I love it's it. The beginning of the day, potential. I mean, the beginning of the week, potential. Exactly. Right, okay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about yourself, Tacola. Okay, my name is Tacola Burrows, and I am a FIU Online ambassador and a fully online student. And um, I'm, I major in psychology, and I'm a senior. Congrats! Almost Thank done you. there. Almost done. Yeah, and my name is Michael Wright. I am a, a online professional here at FIU Online. I work with the Learning Design Innovation Team. We make very, very cool things uh, to help people learn. And I'm also a faculty with our Honors College, and where I teach fully online, hybrid, face-to-face, all those incredible things. And in my spare time, I travel across the country talking to people about distance learning, FIU, uh, being a millennial and the struggles that that brings in life. And so I kind of want to continue that conversation, that those things that I do with one really important question to go for you and, and one that in your roles, I'm sure you you think of a lot, and but maybe don't articulate or have to articulate as much. And that is, why did you become an online learner? Well, honestly, if I could be transparent, I had no other choice. <laughs> um, being, a working, <laughs> being a working mom, it was hard. It's no, I had no other option. I couldn't be a traditional student and really go into the classroom. Um, but I always wanted to go to FIU. So when I found out they had an online program, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like I still get a chance to get the experience, but just from a different um, perspective. But that's, yeah, it was my only option to do online because being a busy mom, working full time, especially when I first started, I was working full time, sometimes 12 hours a day. And then I have to hurry up and uh, do school. So it was impossible for me to be in class. I had to have the flexibility. So that's why I really joined FIU Online. Absolutely. And South Florida, you know, you're battling traffic, you're battling all these other uh, distractions that I'm sure online was not only the most convenient, but I love how you said it. You just, it was your only option. 
And so I'm curious, with those limitations, what is it like returning to school as a parent? Because I mean, as a non-parent, it was hard. I can only imagine as a a little human also looking to you for support and science fair board project projects at night last minute. (laughs) Walk us through a little bit of that. Okay. At first, it wasn't easy at all. When I first started, um, it was very hard because I had to adjust to the time. I had to manage my time where I had to learn how to balance. So this took a little trial and error. It was a lot of my son. When I first started, he was a little younger, so he was still needy. He still wanted to have that mom and son time. He still wanted to like have play video games with me, board games. So I had to really learn how to, okay, video hold on. What video games did you play? Uh, Fortnite. <laughs> what, what you, okay. I didn't oh, know what I was doing. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> but he he used to um teach me and whatever. He used to cheer oh. me on, but I didn't know what I was doing. I just wanted to like play with him with something that he loved. <laughs> but finding that time to really like separate myself from him and really like find that quiet time to do my schoolwork. I had to really manage that well, but it started with me breaking it down to him and explaining like mommy is in school now. I'm still going to be here, but I'm going to need a little quiet time. So when mommy do this, you, you know, play by yourself and I'll come back. So balancing and managing my time, that was the two biggest things I had to learn being a parent. Absolutely. And I feel like managing your time is something that it's it is a lesson is it is an experience. It is a struggle that we do not spend enough time articulating and communicating to our children, our teenagers that that in order to achieve anything that you want. Right. It's all about managing time. And it begins, I think, a lot of times with with saying no. Right. Planning ahead. Right. Along that kind of thinking, though, you can say no all you want. You can plan ahead all you want. But there's always those things that you don't account for. Right. Life just happens. Exactly. So I'm curious if there was. Can you tell me about a time where maybe life got in the way? Right. You found yourself rushing to complete an assignment last minute. And you're like, I got it. How did you get that done? How did you get through that? Let's see. One of the toughest, I would say, when my son got sick. He got sick one time and it was very bad. It wasn't good at all. He had a fever. He was like on me. He was vomiting. He got sick really bad. So I really had to write my teachers and explain to them. And I told them to give me some time because I couldn't turn nothing in like (laughs) I had no time, like, honestly, and I didn't want to be late. So they was very understanding. Thank God I had some good professors that understood my situation. But then I had to come back from that because now my work was stacking on itself. So now I had to adjust. So once he got better, I was able to quickly get in there and adjust my schedule to where I could be able to turn the assignments. But it was crazy. Like, I'm talking about a week down, one week, like done. I couldn't get nothing done. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like a handful. It again, people getting sick, these aren't things you can just like schedule in your agenda, especially when that person is your child, you got to take care of and, and you're their primary caregiver. You know, exactly. you, you, 
you said some stuff there that I think there's some really great lessons, right? There's one, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help if you need help. Yes. Right. Um, uh, you know, get ahead of it, but also realize that when that help piles up or, or when the work, even for the help, that work's going to pile up and you have something to get back to. So, you know, I wonder having that experience, seeing how you went through it, maybe looking at how, what you could have done different or, or what your solutions were. What's one big takeaway you took away from that experience? Honestly, to work ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned to really work ahead. You have some professors that don't open the assignments all the way. I had mm -hmm. some of those. So it was mm -hmm. kind of like a restriction there. But for the ones that do open the assignments, you know, throughout the whole semester, there's no restriction. I just learned to work ahead. So even if it yeah. comes up that I have to ask for like one professor to like, you know, give me an extension, it's not all my professors at one time. So I learned to do that work ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I, my mom would always tell me, Michael, don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. You know, tomorrow's never guaranteed. So exactly. yeah, that's excellent, excellent advice. You know, you talk about your son quite a bit and I'm, I'm wondering, you know, getting through any type of major life achievement, which to call it, this is a major life achievement, learning something new in higher education, getting a degree, doing so as a mother, all, a huge achievement, but it's not always easy. It's not always smooth sailing. And in those moments, you need to remember that motivation. Why am I here? And I'm, I'd love to hear from you. And this is a question that, you know, I'm going to ask everyone that, that we have this time with, what is your motivation that, that kept you pushing that kept you kind of in that zone, working ahead, being consistent, achieving that goal? What was your motivation? My motivation is my son. Um, he really mm. looks up to me. Like he always mm. cheering me on. This is my second time in college. So when mm. I first graduated, he was just so excited to see me go back. He was like, mom, you going back again? I was like, yeah, I'm going back. And he cheered me on. He really do. And um, he watched everything I do. So that's my motivation to really make sure that I get things done and finish my second degree because it's to show him, even though things come up, even cool. though it it's trials and tribulations, you can oh. do it too. Yeah. Sorry, you, you went out there on my end. Oh. I'm not sure. Could you just say that last Sorry. part really quick once more? Oh, I was saying that um, I wanted to show him that even though trial and tribulations happen, that he still can push through and get his stuff done when, once he decides if he wants to go to college. So that's my yeah, biggest why. It's my son, for sure. <laughs> Hands down. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, well, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate this insight. And I, I really hope that your story and our time together can serve as a really good foundation for someone else who's getting on this journey, knowing that there are other people out there doing what they they, they are motivated to accomplish for themselves and for others. Yes, for sure. All right, Tacola. Well, thank you for your time. Take care. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to our very first episode of Panther Talk, hosted by Michael Wright. This episode was narrated by me, Julia Acevedo, and edited by a content development team. Until the next episode, Panthers, pause up.